Danny Triple on the flow, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick, and we had an all-star race this uh, weekend in Texas. And that's yeah. about the nicest thing I can say about it. <laughs> yeah, first of two visits to Texas they'll make. Uh, I don't know. I hope the second one's better. Yeah, I didn't really – I thought NASCAR kind of made a joke of themselves. Yeah, multiple, like, what-the-shit moments during the weekend. Uh, but I enjoyed the truck race. Yeah. And happy Blaney won, you know. Blaney yeah. Won, so that's good. Got to hear Denny Hamlin whine again, so that was cool. That's always good, right? Yeah. Well, let's get uh, into it first. Uh, we had the qualifying, which was a little bit different. Uh, so we had Byron versus Eric Amarola, Ryan Blaney versus Ross Chastain, Kurt Busch versus Kyle Larson, and then Kyle Busch versus Martin Truex Jr. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders were in attendance. I don't know. Yeah, really brought, really, really brought the horn dogs out in the, uh, the booth there. I mean, Larry Mack couldn't get any more excited. He got excited multiple times over the cheerleaders. Yeah, he's still got it in him. And then this is the first what the shit moment we get in the thingy. They're doing it like uh, pink slips uh, style. Uh, you know, going to have the, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader with the 10 seconds until the green light goes off thingy. Well, she's holding up the sign. And so we think the first little one-on-one head-to-head thing is going to start in 10 seconds. No, it started like three minutes later. They finally had her walk towards the driver, meaning the 10 seconds was supposed to start. But then it started like three seconds. Like she took like three steps towards the guys and then the green flag lit up. And I think um, Almirola was shocked. I think he fell asleep. Actually, Kyle Larson said he he fell, he thought he fell asleep. Um, and yeah, Almirola is just sitting there. William Byron takes off. For those that don't know, they were like a, a two pit boxes ahead of where they're going to do this fake little pit stop. It's a real pit stop, but it's not a real pit stop. And uh, the green light goes, so they race really quick to go a short distance, do a pit stop, and then they're going to race whatever far it is to get to the, uh, the finish line, and the winner moves on to the next bracket. And they, there's no speed limit on pit road. No speed limit on pit road. And uh, Byron's halfway done <laughs> with his pit stop before Almirola even takes off. So that one was a no contest. Um, second one's a little better, Blaney and Chastain. It's pretty com- uh, competitive going out of the fake pits. And uh, Blaney takes down Chastain. On the next one, Larson, uh, he gets to the box first. He leaves his pits first. He blows the doors off poor Kurt Busch, who isn't in the air man, jump man car, so who cares? But he does. And then uh, the last one, Trex doesn't get his left side jacked up, jacked up so Kyle Busch runs it going away. So only one of them is really competitive. Um, I don't know. I like the concept. Like I think they might have to drive a farther distance so they can make up uh, some of the time, but you don't want them driving too far because then that takes the pit crew element out of it. But I don't know. I just think once they got onto the track, whoever got on the track first was going to win. I need the racing after that. 
didn't make any sense. Yeah. And then uh, we, I mean, we noticed too in the actual race, and we've known this at Texas, it's so hard to pass there. Yeah. And really, the only place you can pass is the uh, pits. But in the uh, semifinals, we got Byron versus Blaney, and then Larson versus Kyle Busch. Uh, Blaney and Byron go first. Blaney out in front of Byron out of the pits. He smokes him. And then uh, Larson stalls out, so that one's not even close. So then we get uh, Blaney versus Kyle Busch for the pull. Bush's uh, pit stop is real short. They leave around the same time-ish, but Bush gets out quicker, and he ends up winning and gets the pole. Well, I, when I put pit, uh, Bush pits real short, I mean, he pitted, like, he stopped as shallow into the pit box as he could yeah. so he can start earlier, and that's the whole reason I won. So a lot of gimmicks in this thing. I like the concept, but I don't know. Maybe we need to... You ever watch Battle of the Network Stars? I did not. Oh, my gosh. Such a great show from the 70s. Uh, I'll send you some clips later. Um, but I, if they can do Battle of the Network Stars, obstacle course style, like have their pit crew guys run with jacks and go through tires and and uh, jump a wall and do like steeplechase, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, better than some of the racing we've been getting. <laughs> So we had the uh, qualifying going on. And then before the actual all-star race, we have the all-star open, which is where guys can get into the main race and attempt to win the $1 million. We had Tyler Reddick on the pole. Daniel Suarez joined him in row one. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Eric Jones in row two. Chris Buescher and Justin Haley uh, in row three. Haley and Reddick have to drop to the rear, though. They apparently have the same issue with a steering component. Uh, Reddick chose to fix and go to the rear. Dylan decided to roll the dice and stay out. Yeah, and you skipped over Malcolm in the middle. Well, I wanted you to say that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Freddie Munoz was in the booth. I It took me forever to figure out. A little foggy these days. But uh, I thought they should have got Brian Cranston. He was 10 times better in Malcolm in the middle than he was in Breaking Bad. There's no contest on that. If you love Breaking Bad, Malcolm. Oh. Was 10 times better than that. So when we get to, to racing, we see Daniel Suarez. He controls on the outside, but Stenhouse is flying on the inside. And then we see Chris Busher. He rolls into second uh, under Suarez. Lap four, Stenhouse opens up the lead to about a half a second. And then Tyler Reddick, who again had to start from the rear, he's up from 16th to eighth with eight to go. Stenhouse's lead is up to 1.2 seconds on Chris Busher. We see Reddick move up to fifth, but Stenhouse is able to win stage one easily, which qualifies him for the all-star race. I think I picked him. Did you? I think I did. Look at you. It's like you know a thing or two. Yeah. And then we get we get to stage two. This is weird. Dylan reports a power steering issue. You know, you probably should have fixed that. <laughs> yeah. You think you would want to. Yeah, now nah, we'll just roll it and see if we can go 70 laps or whatever. Uh, we see uh, Daniel Suarez, he dominates uh, in the pits, changing two tires. Landon Castle changes two tires. He moves up uh, all the way to third. Still can't figure out what the shit Freddie Munoz is doing in the booth. Uh, Corey LaJoy stays out. He's going to be in the front. LaJoy is on, tested on the start, and he's got uh, Suarez and Busher uh, battling behind, which helps him, but... Uh, yeah, um, 
I put the wrong reel there, so I was confused <laughs> what I meant to say. Lap four, Suarez starts to reel in uh, LaJoy. Um, new tires are looking good at this point. Which Suarez won't learn that uh, later in the race. Uh, late in the, oh, I'm not going to spoil. Um, lap seven, Landon Castle blows a tire. He's hard in the wall. He probably should have gotten tires. Himself. Yeah. Maybe get four instead of two. Yeah. Oh yeah, he went to two, two. Yeah. yeah. But I forget. I think it was one of the new ones that popped though. I could be wrong. Probably wrong. Now I know why Freddie Munoz is in the booth. I forgot he's a driver. Yeah. Like after his career was over, he got into some open wheel racing. Now he's talking about the, he likes NASCAR and he'd like to get into the ARCA series. And then to be honest, he right now is even without racing an ARCA race, probably better than 80% of the ARCA driver. <laughs> uh, also, you know, like I think his ultimate goal is trucks. I think he knows he's old enough. He probably will never get to the cup. Yeah. But yeah, he'd like to get in the trucks and do some ARCA. So good for him. Yeah, my favorite Los Angeles Clippers fan. Is he? Yeah, he has those season tickets. He couldn't afford the Jack Nicholson Lakers <laughs> the Clippers tickets. But yeah, he's a huge Clippers fan. Well, on the uh, race check where you start on lap 12, uh, LaJoy is struggling to keep Suarez at bay. Um, Busher tries to go for the two for one, followed by Reddick. He's able to get by, so it's Busher, Suarez, and Reddick. They leave Corey LaJoy in the dust. Busher ends up taking the stage, so he moves on to the all-star race. In stage three, uh, Suarez and Reddick are drag racing on the start. Suarez takes the lead. Uh, and then next lap, Reddick, one of the favorites, spins. Yeah, and then he gets Arca braked by Harrison Burton and uh... – Poor snake bitten Tyler Reddick done for the day. He was looking strong. I think if he got into the field, he could have wreaked some havoc, but no, no, he won't be in there. And then uh, lap three, they restart. Suarez gets another great jump. He's out in front of Austin Dillon. They review the restart, though, because it looked like it was too good, but it was yeah. good. Uh, lap six, Dillon and Haley uh, look like they're going to run out of time, and Suarez ends up winning the stage, so he will join Stenhouse and Busher. Uh, in the all-star race and then the fan vote winner goes to Eric Jones. So those four make it into the all-star race, which was a joke, but we'll go ahead and start talking about it. We, they, we get to the start of the race. They show governor Abbott. He's waving the green flag instead of showing Kyle Bush getting off to a great start on the launch. We think it was a great start on the launch. Yeah, we didn't we, see it. So they were showing governor Abbott, which uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, lap six, uh, Bush is leading the whole time, but a really good battle between uh, Ross Chastain and Truex for sixth. Uh, rest of the field is really separating uh, themselves from them. And then lap 17, Mike Joy, man. Yeah, he's on the cusp of racism on this one. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know how to take it. I'd have to ask Daniel Suarez. The thing is, Daniel Suarez is someone who would laugh it off, but he... He says it must be the jalapenos when he's talking about Suarez moving up nine spots. Pretty weird. Yeah, what are you thought? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. Yeah. The, the like Caucasians, it, you know, every Caucasians. time I always have jalapenos, like I'm just the only time I'm going fast is when I'm going to the bathroom, not when I'm yeah. in a car. Like I don't think the car has anything to do with jalapenos. Yeah, I didn't. And like it could have been funny if like jalapenos were on his car. Yeah, I just. But they uh, weren't. 
I don't know. <laughs> I, like usually I'm for like funny like that yeah. one. Must be those bean burritos. <laughs> uh, but Kyle Busch ends up winning the stage pretty easily. Uh, Ryan Blaney second, Kyle Larson third. Uh, since the first stage was only 25 laps, the top eight uh, didn't pit. Uh, so we have the same order. Blaney has a misstep on the restart. We almost have a crash. Like he kind of goes up uh, in the middle between turn one and turn two. Uh, and then Logano has to get off the gas not to run him over. Uh, so Blaney drops back to fourth. And then we see Bubba Wallace, who's in a pretty cool looking Dr. Pepper, like Dark Cherry, I think it was. Yeah, I need to. Uh, allegedly, it comes in zero, but I haven't seen it anywhere. But he has to uh, come into the pits. Uh, it was a loose front wheel, so he goes down a lap. And then this is the other time where I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing here? Drew Pearson played for the Cowboys. Shouldn't uh, be in the Hall of Fame. Wide receiver, war number 88. Debatable stats. <laughs> He's in the booth, and I noticed this. You put it in the rundown. I noticed this, too. Uh, he didn't talk. They, like, came back from commercial, and they're like, oh, we have Drew Pearson in the booth, like Hall of Famer, all this stuff. And then they immediately go to the restart before he can say anything, and then he doesn't talk for, like, four laps. Yeah, if, yeah I noticed it in lap five, so I put five laps. He doesn't yeah. Know. Yeah, pretty but I was like, I, is he still up in the booth? <laughs> Did he go hang out with Freddie Munoz? <laughs> Well, they, um, mentioned there's, they mentioned there's other people there. Where did I put that? I thought it's, I la it's later on when he actually okay. starts talking. So lap yeah. six, uh, we see more issues for Blaney. He tries to pass Chastain, but when he slides in front of him, he gets a little wiggle. So he uh, drops back to sixth. And then like Drew Pearson's just like trying to connect like football with NASCAR. <laughs> like it's very weird. And this is what I hate about NASCAR is like you have all these celebrities that come and they just try to make like NASCAR like oh, well, isn't this exciting? And, like, what's he supposed to say? Like, no, I'm actually, like, this is a lot more boring than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and then, yeah, Drew's just dropping every football jargon he could squeeze in that seems relatable to NASCAR, but it's not really, yeah, it was just bad. Like, I, I was like, and the other thing, oh, I, it's not in the rundown, but I, like, I'm still looking it up trying to figure out why. Did you see Emmett Smith? He yeah. was there for the Xfinity race because he is. Xfinity race. I know he's the owner, but he was wearing a Loyola Marymount Lions hat, and I cannot tell <laughs> why. Like I looked up to see if he had. I know his his daughter played soccer at Texas A and M. I'm like, did she yeah. transfer to Loyola Marymount when she left here? I yeah. couldn't find anything on why he'd wear a Loyola Marymount hat, but maybe he just really liked Hank Gathers, which you don't remember, poor Hank Gathers. I don't. Uh, but then left. He, he was a basketball player and he died right before the NCAA tournament. So they sort of played uh, in his memory. They were the original run and shoot. They'd score like 140 uh, points a game. Interesting. Well, I'll send you a YouTube link. Yeah, just do that. Uh, lap 12. This is more of like the Fox broadcast being weird. Like we had talked about, like the last few have been like painfully awkward. As they're going to commercial, uh, and they're going to do like a side by side. You can see Larson like heading to the wall, but they just continue going to the commercial. Uh, and then they come back and they reshow it. And Larson, who's the all star of all stars, done for the day. Um, he just goes straight hard into the wall. And they think that he uh, he didn't get new tires. So they think the tire went down and he just went straight into the wall. It kind of goes across the infield. Uh, but his day is done. Yeah. Like, as it, like, I, this wasn't a thing like, 
uh, you know, they went to commercial break when the accident happened. You could see as they were talking about the commercial break, his car going towards the wall. And like no one said, hey, let's stay here. We can always get this stupid commercial in yeah. theater. Or we can extend the break by having more BS yellow flag laps. Yeah. But not cut away. And it's like, wow, this is an odd moment to be going to a commercial. And then uh, they come back and uh, Chuck Norris is there. Like, yeah. why is Chuck Norris? And the Dallas Cowboys, his cheerleaders are there. Yeah, they showed them for the second time. Yeah, why didn't they get them for all the horn dogs in the booth? And guess who else is here? Like, they dropped this one. Last name, Mike Joy. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, and Sarah Palin is here. Cool. She hasn't been relevant since 2008. <laughs> It's like having Frankie Munoz in the booth. Oh, I mean, I think even even super right MAGA people wouldn't really be excited about Sarah Palin. Yeah. But Mike Joy was like, you would have thought that Justin was there. Oh, but then uh, so then they get ready to go. To the restart, and then they say Ross Chastain thinks he might have a right rear going down, uh, but he needs to be at full speed uh, to be sure. They do restart on lap 19. It's Bush and Chastain battling for first. Chastain battles him but can't get ahead and then starts to drift. He gets passed by Austin Sendrick, and then they cut to an interview. Uh, Vince, what's his, uh, what's his last name? Isn't it Vince? This pit crew guy? Uh, Vince... Welsh, Welsh, Vince Welsh. Uh, they enter, he's interviewing Kyle Larson. He takes a shot at the track, says it's impossible to pass. So maybe they should put more PJ one down on the track. Yeah, hey, I, I don't know, man. It, it, uh, it was like I don't when the race we went to. I knew it was it wasn't easy to pass. I didn't think it was that hard to pass. Like it was the the reason it was hard to pass is everybody was going the same speed. Yeah. Well, then you get the clean air, dirty air. Yeah. And then we get a racer jinx. Yeah. So Larson very, mentioned. Very, very rare. Yeah. Larson mentions that it's Kyle uh, Bush's race to lose. And then like, no shit. A couple Almost of seconds instantly. later. instantly. Yeah. Uh, Bush has a right rear go down. Well, you see him kind of going to the wall. And we're not like really sure. And he's trying to get down on the apron. And then he's hit by Ross Chastain, who's going full speed. About full 100 full speed. 185 miles per hour. Chastain goes on two wheels. He's lucky the uh, car didn't flip over because he was, it was like fast and the furious. Um, and then he can't stop. He takes out uh, Chase Elliott. So within a matter of minutes, we have our four favorites out of the race and Kyle Bush, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, and Ross Chastain. And I think at this point, Ross Chastain can, he can tell that he has a right rear tire now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, so we get the red flag and then they interview Chase and Ross and they're fine. And then they get Kyle Bush and it was pretty awesome. And he was just like, you know, is there anything you could do with Ross? Just saying, he just goes, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get the horn dog, Larry Mack brings up the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders again. <laughs> Uh, that was all during a uh, red flag. So we have about what three laps left. Yeah. Four. So we end up going to uh, overtime. Uh, and then we see Austin Cindric and Ryan Blaney. They're out front. 
Cindric gives a gets a huge push from William Byron out front. Cindric takes the stage, followed by Blaney and Byron. And I thought this was interesting uh, because as soon as the race was over or the stage was over, you know, they're kind of doing like that cool down lap. Yeah. Blaney bumps Cindric and Clint Boyer goes, I don't know if that's a, hey, I'm mad at you or hey, congrats, young champ. And then later we find out it wasn't a congrats bump. Yeah, he was a little mad uh, taking some air off the door. Which I, yeah, I don't know. And he's still pissed off from Daytona. Yeah. I just thought it was like a, it was a racing move. It's not like he yeah. cut him off and he had to slam on the brakes or anything. It was just a good racing move. So Austin Cindric, you know, guy, Pat Gray, they win uh, stage two. Well, you skipped over. Did you see the Ford commercial? I didn't. Oh my gosh. They sort of take a shot at Elon Musk, which is, Ooh. they're like talking about uh, their companies more than one person and, and that person, uh, when things get tough, he takes off in his own spaceship to outer space. Such a weird commercial, but, you know, I didn't even know Tesla was in NASCAR. But <laughs> I need a, I need a uh, Calvin pissing on a Tesla uh, sticker. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'm sure they have yeah. them. Uh, so then in between stage two and stage three is when we get the money pit stop. So they... Uh, it's not a true how long the pit stop it. It is from yellow line to yellow line of the pit road. The shortest time that it takes for a driver to get down pit road, take a stop. They have to do four tires and gas. The uh, winner, the pit crew gets $100,000. Uh, but William Byron wins the race off pit road. But the pit stop challenge is won by Joey Logano. It was 36.358 seconds. Yes. And this will affect the end of this race, the uh, the stage. Yeah. So if you, if you I don't know if you know this, Cindric uh, has one of the spots locked up. Logano has the other spot locked up. Bush yeah. gone. Well, then the, yeah, Kyle Bush won the first stage. He would have yeah. gotten on the pole had he finished in the top fifteen yeah. in stages two and three. But he is out of the race, so. Cendric would get the guys. Yeah, so we got two Penske guys that have locked up uh, the three remaining spots. Uh, and then we see Kurt Busch gets a penalty. He passed through too many boxes, so he has to go back down uh, pit road. But when we do restart, it's William Byron and Ryan Blaney on the front row. Uh, Blaney gets in front uh, – or Byron gets in front of Blaney, but then two laps later, Blaney powers past Byron. He's pretty damn fast today. Well, he was fast in qualifying. He was, he was fast in that little bracket thingy they had. He's been fast most of the day today. So I think he's going to win. Yeah. And then uh, lap five, Christopher Bell, he, we start to see him barreling forward. He's in third. Suarez must be the jalapenos because he's up in fourth. <laughs> and then lap eight, we see Bell pass uh, Chastain. He's in the second. And then they go to side by side. And every time they go to side by side, eventually there's a Liberty Mutual commercial. And I always think there's a yellow flag because the whole effing background goes yellow. And I'm like looking around for the crash. And now it's just because Liberty Mutual is yellow and blue. Does that happen to you? Not really. I just hate the Liberty Mutual commercials. I mean, I like the emu, but there are so many of them that I just get tired of them. How can you get tired of that effing emu? Do you ever go to Aggieland Safari? Huh? You ever go to Aggieland Safari? I have not. In Franklin? No. 
go they have emus there and they have like mange and they'll like eat food out of your car like you have a thing of food and they like pack up the food i went there with big al and reggie and and my nephews and my dad he dropped the food <laughs> saw the food went on the floor and the emu tried to like get into the car and get the food it was pretty funny Thanksgiving weekend anyhow uh ricky stenhouse has a tire going on these tires suck yeah they like they know that they can only last like 25 laps yeah how many tracks is, are they going to let this happen at before we get new tires but it's not the first time we've seen or it won't be the last time we see ricky stenhouse get a caution <laughs> Uh, so they restart lap 20, or, uh, and then uh, lap 22, Christopher Bell gets loose and into the wall, which brings out the yellow. So everyone pits, uh, but Logano and Cedric because they have to finish in the top. And pit. I forgot, I forgot. Logano, right? But, or, yeah. uh, Blaney. Blaney, yeah. Because they all have to, fin- well, Blaney can win the stage and to get that third spot. Um, and the other yeah. two are locked in, so they can take their time pitting. Uh, at the stage break, everyone else is like, well, just pit now. Yeah. So then Blaney starts uh, on the inside, I believe. Yeah. And then he's he's got Logano and Cindric with him. They pretty much create a buffer for him so he can get out. He ends up winning the stage. And then they have the most badass pit stop of all time because it's uh, the three Penske cars and then Michael McDowell coming in. And they just take their sweet old time because McDowell's – always going to get passed by everybody so they're in no rush and then the three penske cars are guaranteed the top three spots so they all take their sweet ass time uh but then hamlin uh gets up to fourth place so we start to see a challenger yeah they could, could be him it could be suarez who else yeah. busher was running well yeah uh but then uh with 41 to go blaney's out front he has his lead up to a second looks like he's going to run away with it but then they like randomly throw out like before about like 30 laps left. They're like, Oh, you know, the NASCAR is going to throw out the competition caution with 25 laps to go. And it's just like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. I had read about that and I forgot to put it in the rundown preview. Yeah. It was but it's still stupid. stupid. Yeah. It's just a, why do you need it? There's always yellow flags. Yeah. B why do you need it? <laughs> Uh, but they don't need they actually end up don't needing it because with 27 to go eric jones brings out the yellow he gets loose into the wall uh his day is done and then uh this is where we start to see some strategy and clint boyer says uh daniel suarez should pit get some fresh tires because he's not going to get past the penske cars without it but he does the old uh fake out like he gets super close to the yellow line pulls back out so Everybody fifth on back, starting with Hamlin, I believe. Uh, they all pit, so the Penske's and Suarez stay out, and we later see that Suarez should have pitted. We restart with 21 to go. Blaney's out in front of Cendric. 18 to go. Hamlin, who only got two tires, but he, you can tell they're working. He gets by Logano and Suarez, so he's in third. Four laps later, he gets by Cendric, and he's kind of catching up, but as soon as he hits Cendric and he's battling, he's, lo- he's lost all of his momentum and the freshness of the tires. Uh, goes away so he's two seconds back of Blaney uh, two and a half seconds uh, and then with two to go he's got a three second lead Blaney's got a three second lead and he's gonna win no doubt going around the last turn checker flag is out waving the checker I'm Looks excited like, I'm high-fiving people yeah Blaney's gonna win uh, takes down the window net and then come to find out 
he didn't win because Ricky Stenhouse gets into the wall. I mean, he was like third to last. The two cars that were behind him get past him. Uh, no real reason for the checker to, or the yellow flag to come out, but the race has to end under a green. It's not like a normal race where as soon as you get the yellow flag, the next caution uh, ends the race. Kind of bullshit. So much fake drama in the air. Um, and as I was talking to a, uh, some NASCAR friends, I actually have some friends that like NASCAR, and uh, both of them mentioned that Kyle Larson hit the wall harder at kansas and they didn't throw the yellow flag and he was at the front of the pack and everyone was behind him yeah and that was middle of the race this was no one else was going to be coming around full speed because cars are supposed to slow down once you pass the like no one was going to get to where stenhouse was going full speed yeah and he was able to limp around and get into the pits so yeah, just such a, a horseshit flag. And then uh, Blaney takes down a net, and then he's trying to get the net back on. Well, then this was the worst part. Like, yeah, he's trying, to, and he has to maintain yellow flag speed. So he's, like, you know, going 50 or whatever it is down and the Hamlin's back. Hamlin's, like, goading him. Hamlin. Yeah, and he's, like, trying to put up his thing. And it's just like, look, you already screwed him once. Just give him a break and let him go down pit road. So his yeah. – because usually when they put it up, it's, like, you know, one of the stronger guys on pit road or on the pit yeah. crew that puts up the net for him. So he's trying to do it. Well, he Jerry rigs it uh, right before they go to overtime. Uh, but it was pretty cool. Cause we got to see the cutaway car in the net. Yeah. First time ever. I think I've seen that, you know, Larry yeah. back sitting on that one for a decade. He's been sitting on that one since the Wood brothers got win number 90. <laughs> uh, so we get to uh green flag, uh, again, it's overtime, so it'll be green flag, white flag, hopefully a checker. Uh, Blaney gets a great push from Cendric. He gets in front of Hamlin. Hamlin and Cendric are racing side by side, which allowed Blaney to take the white flag again, and he ends up taking the checkered flag. Window net may or may not have been down, and then he kind of does like a weird burnout. Like he doesn't burn out. He just drives really fast in front of the crowd again as if they haven't seen it. Well, he doesn't want his body parts to fly out, you know? Yeah. That's down his body parts could <laughs> uh but good for blaney he wins a million dollars good on him he hasn't won a points race yet so pretty exciting for him hopefully that'll get him the win he's been running well all year yeah big day for penske they win the picker thingy they win the all-star thingy a lot yeah. of people there so good on them, but again, it was just a weird, weird all-star race. Yeah, like, I like I said, my I had uh, someone also suggest if it's really a NASCAR all-star race, you should have like your six best drivers from Cup and like your three best drivers from Xfinity and your three best drivers from Truck and put them all on the same track in identical cars like an irox uh, srx type thingy oh that'd be cool because then you would have all of your stars yeah no offense to i'm not going to name names i got what you're saying i think that'd be pretty cool yeah but that was that i don't know it was it was something to watch on sunday but it really wasn't the fans want charlotte yeah yeah, it just needs to be at a better track where there's more passing and it's, I don't know. It was just meh to me. 
But on Saturday, we had the Xfinity SRS distribution 250. Noah Gregson won the poll. He was joined by Bushwhacker Tyler Reddick, who was also in the front row, Austin Hill, Brandon Jones in row two, Ryan Truex, and Justin Allgaier uh, in row three. Before we get to racing, eight cars to the rear. Ty Gibbs, Brandon Brown, Landon Castle, and Fast Pasta are the most notable ones. Yep. Uh, we get the start. You picked Gregson, didn't you? No. Uh, yes. Yeah, you should have. He was a rocket ship. Uh, he goes flying. Red uh, Reddick is tiptoeing early, despite starting on the uh, the pole. He uh, he's like very loose, and he's uh, he drops back out of the top ten. He's sort of feeling himself out. Uh, by lap seven, Gregson's got the lead out the uh, second and a half, and then uh, lap fifteen, Allgaier's in the resin, and he's making move. He's up from. Uh, six to second by lap yeah. eight and he's flying um and lap 22 they approach lap traffic and they sort of runs a pick and gregson's fuming he is not very happy at uh emerling yeah <laughs> he actually uh emerling's uh either crew chief or i think it was a spotter he actually tells him he's like hey you know you got to uh you got to get out of the way there. You're going to cause some havoc. He's like, okay, so that will not happen again. As far as we know, Gregson didn't call him a, one of those dipshits on the track. We'll say that. Yeah, he, uh, he, he did not. Uh, and then uh, lap 23, a lap later, smoking Ryan Vargas brings out the yellow flag, the old smoke out of the tailpipe. Never good, they tell us. Every time they, every time they see, I think Mikey Waltrip sees smoke out of the tailpipe, he says that's not a good thing. <laughs> Uh, so they restart, uh, restart on lap 31, so eight caution laps. Gregson outruns Allgaier fairly quickly. Uh, Hemrick's loose and up into the wall, but he's saved by C.J. McLaughlin, who gets loose slides but can't save it, which brings out the yellow. Yeah, and at this point, we're close enough to the end of the stage. Some drivers are short pitting, including Gibbs. And then Ryan Sieg, who had some damage, which they never showed what from. And then uh, Reddick is among those. Lap 37 restart. It's pretty even between Gregson and Algar. Like Junior Motorsports has been, uh, they've been running well lately, and these two got, uh, they're doing really well this race. But Gregson's able to rotate in the corner. I'm starting to know what that means after hearing him <laughs> like nonstop in the last couple of years. Uh, he flies out in front. Uh, Mayer and uh, Ryan Truex are drifting back, <laughs> and then CJ McLaughlin, uh, <laughs> Cody. Where, nope, C.J. McLaughlin is <laughs> out another yellow. He's the Cody Ware of uh, Xfinity at this point. Tyga Gibbs is sideways in an unrelated incident, and it, it turns out Jeb Burton flying into the corner. He uh, he was not going quite as fast as Ross Chastain when he hit uh, Kyle Busch, but he was going pretty fast. Uh, he spins him around. Noah Gregson wins a stage under yellow. It's his sixth stage win of the year. It's a seventh straight stage win for junior motorsports. He's followed by Algar, Almendinger, Brandon Jones, and Austin Hill in the top five. Mayor, Creed, Alfredo, Yaley, and Snyder round out the top ten. And then uh, in the stage break during the pits, Brandon Jones, first one off pit road. He picks up three spots. Algar second. And then uh, Sheldon Creed ups four spots. To third, they restart on lap 47. It's Landon Castle uh, and Josh Berry out front with the Bushwhackers behind in Reddick and Byron. 
Uh, Barry in the bottom lane is untested. Uh, and then in lap 57, Sheldon Creed hits bumps and spins into the wall, gets a lot of rear damage. He was really free both in practice and then in the race. Yeah, at the same time, uh, Maya Snyder and Austin Hill make contact. First, we don't know why, but then it, they show it that they're avoiding debris from the uh, Creed accident. At first, like, I don't know. There's, there's some connectivity issue between the announcers and what's going on on the track. Like, they made it sound like going to break that Snyder and Austin Hill just didn't like each other and, like, got into each other. And then they came after the commercial break. They're like, oh, we were just kidding. There was debris. <laughs> they were both trying to avoid it. Uh, so they, they start on lap uh, 63. Barry gets a great start. It looks like the inside lane is the place to be. Uh, and then David Starr spins, probably because he's not in the Whataburger car. Yeah. Uh, but they stay green. And then there's quite the battle for second through fourth between Reddick, Allgaier, and Byron. And Grayson's coming up strong in fifth with two to go. Uh, Barry Allgaier and William Byron are separated by just 0.3 seconds, but Barry holds on to win the stage, followed by JR or Junior Motorsport teammates Justin Allgaier and William Byron. So eight straight stage wins for Junior Motorsports. That's pretty good. I feel yeah. like that's good. Is that good? That's good. Uh, so Reddick is in fourth, Gregson in fifth. The rest of the top ten is Ryan Truex, uh, Sam Mayer, uh, Riley Herbs, Austin Hill and jeb burton and stage three we got a runaway tire <laughs> yeah multiple cars have to weave around it i forgot whose it was um i meant to look that up but someone got penalized for that it was it like there was at least six cars that had to weave and it ends up all the way to the grass which is impressive uh top three is a exit are the same when they as when they entered the big mover is ty gibbs he's up seven spots to 13th um, we restart 80 to go. Barry gets sideways in the front of the restart. That causes chaos behind them. Gibbs up in the Gregson, big damage. Um, we have some of our favorites are now out. Josh Barry, who's been running well. Another junior motorsports guy, Noah Gregson, who you picked. Yeah. Very He's out. Ty Gibbs is out. Ty Gibbs is bitching about something. Like, I couldn't figure out who he was mad at. Like Gregson was trying to avoid the accident, but he was mad and was like, oh, he's always into me. But they didn't say who he was talking about. I, yeah. I'd like to know, but I looked on Ty Gibbs' Twitter and couldn't find it. So maybe he realized he couldn't be mad at anyone because it was a, they call it a racing incident. Yeah. Uh, so we restart on lap 73 or with 73 to go. You got this Allgaier and Byron out front. Allgaier, great launch on the outside. Uh, 70 to go. It's the official end of the day for Gregson. Bad makeshift repair, but they didn't clear uh, the tire, so his tire pops. He's into the wall uh, and running very eschew to the pits. Askew. Askew <laughs> is the word I was looking for, which I think is spelled differently. Yeah. <laughs> he was like a, a diagonal line driving straight forward. Uh, pretty weird looking. He is done. Tried to get out there. Sometimes you just got to mail it in. And which I want to go back to the all-star race, okay. like a points race, you keep racing because, Hey, you know, you get points, but that all-star race, another thing they need to do is cut off like each stage, cut off the two last cars. I could see that. We'll have Stenhouse in the back, just run it. Like, why are you running laps? You're not going to win unless yeah. 
15 cars in front of you getting a big horrendous crash near death experience which you never know it's great, for the, it's great for the sponsors but to me it wouldn't even be fun to do like as a driver yeah. fun yeah and there's no point in it at some point anyhow we go back 64 to go uh Algar gets a great launch again it's pretty uh it's pretty obvious he's gonna win this race you know i don't even know why we're going over the rest of this stuff 55 to go byron passes Algar and mayor and uh, uh junior motorsports is uh spicy up front there they got the one two three car yeah but then five laps later Algar has a tire going down so we get uh, a yellow not really I'm not sure what, hey, what yeah I'm not sure why this caution came out but uh so yeah he didn't spin there's no tire carcass on the track uh but he has to restart 31st uh Landon Castle takes in the two star two tire stop which is what he did on Sunday uh so he's up 14 spots to third Austin Hill and Brandon Jones didn't pit so they start out front it's a bold move that we see all the time. Let's see if it pays off. They restart with 45 to go. Austin Hill gets the lead. First non-junior motorsports card to lead a single lap on the day. And then we yeah. get another crash. David Starr and Ryan Sieg, who have already had accidents on the day. I uh, think they have. Junior and a star who then got into Sieg. Yeah. We restart 39 to go. Hill out uh, front easily at Brandon Jones, but Byron and uh, Reddick, the two bushwhackers, are charging hard. Holy shit. <laughs> 38 to go. Another repeat defender, uh, offender. Ryan Sieg again. Walked more times than the Rosa Trolley. <laughs> uh, and then Austin Hill gets a start next to a heavily damaged uh, Brandon Jones for the third straight restart. I don't know if he saw his nose was all caved in. Yeah. Like the aerodynamics had to be bad, but he was still running okay. Um, 33 to go third time is a charm because this time Brandon Jones gets out front he's the first non-Chevy to lead a lap on the day it's not gonna last long um, like I said he's got almost like a it's like a concave mirror just catching wind it could be really good aerodynamics um, Reddick is flying he passes both Hill and Jones with 31 to go <laughs> And then we get another yellow. And this one's a real poopery of cars. We got Jesse Awuji, Alex LeBay, JJ Yali, Anthony Alfredo, all in the accident. Um, yeah, it's going to take a little while to clean up. Brandon Jones, who was running second pits, he's the only leader to pit. So I don't, like, I'm not sure what he, I mean, your nose is already caved in. You might as well finish it out. We restart 22 to go. We got Hill, Austin. I always got to say Austin Hill because you know, <laughs> Timmy Hill could be. <laughs> but uh, we get Tim, we get Austin Hill, not Timmy, and Tyler Reddick. Reddick thinks he has a vibration, but his crew chief says everything's secure. And then Reddick gets a great push from Byron on the inside. With 17 to go, Algar and Almendinger make contact. Dinger nursing it, but he drifts back to ninth. With eight to go, Reddick is up on William Byron by one and a half seconds. What could have been for Algar, he's up to fourth with four to go after having to restart 31st with 50 to go. But Reddick holds on to win. We got a real bushwhacker special as Reddick wins. Byron finished second. Um, so the 2018 to 2019 Xfinity champ egg, uh, edges out the 2017 Xfinity champ. Yeah. Uh, Sam Mayer, Justin Algar, and Austin Hill 
round out the top five. Uh, Ryan Truex, top finish of the season as he finished sixth. Barry Herbst in seventh and eighth. Uh, and then college racing isn't going to be good for in a couple months. Uh, they finish uh, ninth and 11th with Almondinger. So they finished ninth through 11th with Almondinger, Castle, and Hemrick. Yep. First win ever for big machine racing. We thought it was going to be a breakout year for the team, but we thought Jay Buford would be driving. Uh, they had some bad luck early on and went on with some other drivers. Reddick shows are headed in the right direction. So, but they really have not, like I've been waiting on the broadcast for them to say, yeah, Scott Bruschetta said that Jade's going to come back or we're going to use Cosgrala. They really haven't said anything. Yeah. So he's going to do the uh, Sam Hunt thingy where they just put a hodgepodge of drivers in or what the deal is. Because I only think Tyler Reddick has a couple more races that he can run since they have that five-race limit. So Yeah. Uh, and then Almendinger, who they've said is not going to be good, he hangs on to finish in ninth. So he's finished in the top ten of every race this year. Sam Mayer has finished in the top five, six of the last seven races. Yep. Okay, we got seven cars locked in. Joe, Joe get Ty Gibbs with the three wins, 17 playoff points. Noah Gregson, two wins, 16 playoff points. The other drivers in are Almondinger, Allgaier, Barry, Brandon Jones, Austin Hill. Off the season end of the day, the other five would be Sam Mayer, Riley Herbstland, and Castle, Ryan Sieg, and Daniel Hemrick. Hemrick's pretty out in front he's got a 40 point lead over Anthony Alfredo 63 over Jeb Burton 79 over Creed and then the two last year playoff drivers that are they're both over 130 points back are Jeremy Clements and Myatt Snyder but they're both capable of winning a race so that puts uh Hemrick not in a very comfortable spot so uh on Friday we had the speedycash.com 220 was the truck race. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek won the pole. He's joined by Corey Heim on the front row, Stuart Friesen and Christian Eckes in row two, Ryan Priest and Haley Deegan. Uh, solid qualifying for her. They start in row three. Uh, Nemechek and Grant Enfinger, though, are among seven trucks that have to go to the rear. Uh, once we get started, it's Friesen and Heim. They're battling for multiple laps. Friesen finally gets in front on lap two. And uh, look, we got the PJ1 working. Yeah, you know, we do this in reverse chronological order uh, now, but this is the first of many, 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 many traction compound references. So it looks like we're going to play our drinking game and get just absolutely shit-faced this weekend. Every time they mention the PJ1, we got a drink, but we didn't really see it Sunday. Uh, but St. Smith, uh, he almost gets into the wall uh, on lap one. On lap seven, Priest gets into second, and he's fixing the Hound Friesen. But then Chris Hacker uh, spins on lap 11. He had crashed in practice, so the truck was damaged heading into the race. Yeah, I don't know who put hack and capital letters on that. <laughs> uh, Nemechek is already up to 14th after starting from the rear. And then friend of the program, Carson Hosovar, pits because he's, quote, wrecking free, end quote. Yeah, yeah very loose, loosey-goosey. Lap 15 restart. Then we're going to see this all day. These two guys, uh, Priest and Friesen, starting out front. Uh, Friesen briefly gets the lead, but Priest is too powerful. He gets by in lap 20, but they're both driving away from third place Eckes. Uh, Friesen is hanging close in the waning laps of the stage, but he's unable to challenge. Got an announcer jinx. We had a driver jinx in the uh, all-star race, but this one, uh, Josh Gibb, uh, Josh Sims, 
He's talking about how uh, Priest's spotters have their eyes on Ty Majeski because he's the fastest truck on the track. Ensuing laps, uh, Majeski proceeds to get passed by both uh, Smith and John Hunter Nemechek with top back three spots. So, a hot take there on the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Ryan Priest ends up winning the stage. He's followed by Friesen, Zane Smith, Christian Eckes, and Chandler Smith. Nemechek, Majeski, Rhodes, Kraus, and Heim round out the top 10. But the pit crew gets Friesen back out on front in between the stage break. Other big movers are Tyler Ankrum. He's up five spots to seventh. And then friend of the program, Grant Unfinger, up six spots uh, to ninth. Uh, Perkins in the onion. Todd Bodine get caught speeding. So they have to go to the rear Zane Smith with an uncontrolled Tyler tire. And then Chandler Smith has to come back in to tighten some lug nuts. So helping out the podcast because they were a little loose. Yeah, I feel like uh, Chandler Smith had uh, quite a few pit problems recently. He had a really bad one last week. Uh, KBM's got to get that tightened up a little bit. Yeah, like those lug nuts. Yeah. Uh, lap 43 restart it's Friesen and Priest again it takes about a lap and a half but Eckes gives Friesen a push to the front lap 57 Nemechek's flying he's up to third and he's within uh, 0.8 seconds of Friesen and about a half a second of Priest uh, but Priest uh, ends up winning the stage uh, followed again by Friesen Nemechek Rhodes and Eckes yeah then we get a we get a crash on pit road which is always fun to see uh hit and spun by uh zane smith is uh hit and spun around he has to repit uh ben rhodes at the same time has an uncontrolled tire uh Nemechek, he jumps up two spots in the pits he's going to control the restart uh we restart with 70 to go Nemechek in front of uh freeson uh Friesen and make a little bit of contact priest has damage to the rear and he falls back to fifth uh, 64 to go. The announcers, they're just raving about how uh, Derek Krause is having a really good run. Lap 62, Majeski gets loose. He goes up the track. He trakes out Derek Krause. So another announcer, Jinx. Uh, so we get a yellow flag. Flag. Priest, Nemechek, and Crafton. Um, they're the only, or uh, yeah, they're the only three out front to pit. Priest has to fix the back end. Nemechek and Crafton with strategy. Kind of a weird strategy. And then Nemechek actually has to come back in pits again to uh, put in more gas, and they think they can run the rest without refilling. Restart with 56 to go. It's Eckes and Friesen. Uh, Eckes needs a lap and a half to get by Friesen. With 49 to go, Friesen comes back, powers by Eckes, longest or the strongest he's looked in a while. He led half the laps at this point. Uh, and then uh, we get a, another yellow as Chris Wright into the wall with 42 to go. He has a tire down, goes into the wall. So Nemechek. Yeah, anybody, work out. anybody with 60 laps to go who thought we were going to go the rest of the way without a yellow flag has never seen Chris Wright drive a car. <laughs> uh, then we have the money stop. Chandler Smith drives off his jack again. Chase Purdy didn't pit. Uh, host of our out uh, front penalty for Austin Wayne self runs over the choose cone. So he has to go from 11th to the back. Yeah, that's an awful move this late in the race. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, pick which way you're going quick. Like, oh, we, we restart with 36 to go. Hosevar kind of holds on on the inside, but Purdy drops back. Hosevar is fending off Ross Chastain and Christian Eckes. 
34 to go. Eckes gets by a host of our 10 laps later. We got a Smith on Smith crime in the top 10. Zane Smith loose gets up into Chandler Smith. Zane cuts a tire. Yep. 20 to go. Uh, Tyler Angram, who they were talking about the same time they were talking about Derek Krause as far as people having a good run. Well, he loses it after a contact with Enfinger, uh, who was chasing it up the track. Uh, bad day for him. We restart with 14 to go. Eckes on the outside. Hosovar on the inside with older tires. Eckes Hecka, uh, gets out front. He's got a uh, uh, really hot rod and uh, Stuart uh, Friesen chasing him from behind. And then with uh, 13 to go, Ross Chastain has an issue. He drops from 15th to 6th. 10 to go. Friesen's really hounding Eckes. Hosovar and Priest also within a half second. Seven to go. Nemechek throws a huge block on his teammate Chandler Smith for fifth. Almost runs him off the track on the inside. And then at the same time, Hosovar is battling below Friesen for second, allowing Eckes to pull away. Yeah, Eckes looks like he's going to race the easy victory. I'm fairly confident. Uh, well, nope, hold on. <laughs> Six to go. Teammate uh, Ben Rhodes ruins it for him. He goes around uh, after contact with Tanner Gray. He brings out the caution. Ben Rhodes really hates this track. His last five finishes here, 21st, 9th, 20th, 26th, 27th. Doing the math in my head, that's not a good average. Yeah. Uh, and then we get lots of caution laps. Uh, so we're heading to overtime. Eckes chooses the outside, Friesen on the inside. Eckes by a nose as they take the white flag. But Reeson slips by on turn two, headed up down the backstretch, and then through turn four, Eckes gets to the rear but can't get by. On the inside, Friesen holds him off to win the race. His first win of the season, third of his career, got huge points uh, with two uh, second-place stage finishes. So he gets 58 on the day. Eckes finishes second, followed by Ryan Priest, friend of the program, Carson Hosovar, and fourth, Ty Majeski in fifth, Nemechek Heim, Chandler Smith, Matt Crafton, and DeBenedetto round out the top ten. So Matty D, don't see him in the first two stages, but gets a top ten finish. Yeah, and uh, a couple things here. Did you see the Eckes post-race interview? Uh-uh. Oh, my. He, uh, I don't think he was very happy at his crew chief or his spotter, one of the two. Like, they they asked him about the finishing second, and he's like, yeah, you know, I think we had the truck to win. You know, we were just uh, forced into a wrong lane on the restart. He had control. <laughs> like, he was the first person to choose. Yeah. So I don't think he was happy with where they told him to start from. Uh, so. But then uh, Ross Chastain. You're the, the, you're the driver, though. You can overrule because you yeah. have the steering wheel. You can overrule your. And then you can always say, oh, I didn't hear you. Yeah. You <laughs> uh, and then another one, Ross Chastain, he fainted post-race due to dehydration. Yeah, um, you got to hydrate, especially in Texas, um, where it gets hotter than two bitches in a bitch boat. Yeah, I've heard that. It was weird. The all-star race, I'm not in Texas right now. I'm in the, uh, Alabama. Was it really like 65 degrees for the... Uh... Yeah, especially us here. We got rain overnight. Okay. So cooled everything down. The one day they... Or the one time they showed the temperature, like I think they said 68. I was like, wow. Yeah, because yeah, that's what they... Yeah, because that caused... Uh, there wasn't much traction, I guess, on the. Yeah. So, so when we look at the standings, five drivers are semi-locked in. Zane Smith has three wins and now has 19 playoff points. 
So he looks like the favorite. Ben Rhodes has one win at 10 playoff points. Stuart Friesen, John Hunter Nemechek, and Chandler Smith all have one win. Yep. Uh, all five winners are in the top five. So the other five would be the uh, people in sixth through 10th place, which currently Ty Majeski and uh, Christian Eckes and uh, Carson Hosevar and Grant Enfinger and Matt Crafton. Matt Crafton's 35 points clear at Tanner Gray for the last spot with uh, Derek Krause minus 57. Matty D minus 67, Tyler Anker minus 68. Matty D top 10 finish again and loses spots again because he gets no stage points because yeah. he starts from the back. We like, we want Matty D to you know, make it. I don't know if he would want to not make it though. So maybe he's not going to make it. We I mean, just want I'm, him to win. Yeah. So sad. Well, that'll do it for our Texas recap. We'll be back on Fridays. We preview Charlotte. We got the big Coca Cola 600. Yeah. I think you're bringing in an all star for that one. I'll be incapacitated. It's very yeah. sad. Yeah, you'll be busy uh, doing work. I'll bring in Luke Hill in front of the program. I hope he has some hotter takes than I have. <laughs> he might. Or maybe he's I one that still, actually knows I what's going on. My, I might still send my picks so I can do picks from the uh, proverbial grave. All right, we can do that. But uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. You can subscribe via Spotify or Apple Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter as well. We'll be back on Friday to preview Charlotte. We appreciate you guys for listening. We'll see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strillin Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got some others on